Keeping you up to date with the latest SEO and web development news. With a little flavour added in. Well, let's have that about. Detroit style. The Trademark Productions weekly podcast radio show. Coming live from Detroit. Well, um, actually, Royal Oak. No one really lives in Detroit anymore. Welcome. It's been a long time. Podcast is not happening quite some time, and that's uh, really to the uh, whole extent of laziness and uh, encompassed by busyness of the holiday season. And well, the holiday season now starts in what? Beginning of September? Start uh, for late August. Late August. Yes. But it's the Trademark Productions SEO podcast radio show where we talk about web, SEO, social media, and all the cool, sexy stuff that happens online that can really drive your business to the next level. And today, we have a very, very special guest. And I want to turn up the, the bass on his voice just so he can introduce himself because it probably sounds sexier that way. Go ahead. Who, who, who's sitting on the other end of the mic? Well, first, thanks for having me. My name is Dario Curini. With a Q. Yes. Dar's been a um, uh, a fixture with Trademark for, oh, I don't know, maybe a century. When it was still in its infancy. When it was infancy. In and, your bedroom. Yeah. And uh, his specialty is going to be more focused on public relations, communications, and now going into social media because recently he's acquired. What did you acquire recently? Oh, my. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. The uh, new media's driver's license is that what you're is it new media? What is consisting of new media? So some I, of our I listeners think, may not be associated with that. I think that's probably just an umbrella term to include uh, blogging, um, email marketing, social media, all things new. Wow! Yeah, well, congrats. Thank you. Good, good, good luck on that. So <laughs> I like to tease him about that. But um, uh, specialties kind of more include for Dario international marketing, importing and distribution, uh, more focused on the regions of Italy and helping Italians and their governments work on getting their products, primarily food and wine. Primarily, correct. Um, and some great prosciutto. So if you, ever, yeah, if you ever want a nice leg of meat, talk to Dario. But, <laughs> you know, today's topic is going to be a little bit uh, holiday-based, and we're promising to get more receptive with these and, and, and utilize these a little bit more. But my, my, my topic on this was really going to be what should businesses consider as part of SEO for 2012? SEO, search engine optimization, is so... Um, it's, it's, a, it's a broad term to say it that way, but there's so many things con- conclusive with it. Um, however, in, 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 I think walking into it, what are some staples? If there's a top five, top ten things that we need to take in consideration, which are going to have a lot of downstream and children with it as well, um, th- there's some of those components there. And Dario is going to be focusing a little bit today about... Well, I think actually that kind of segues into that is uh, really the need to have a message. Uh, recently, I've had the opportunity to work with more small businesses, helping them develop some content and in reviewing it and talking to them. Um, they say one thing when they talk, but then what actually comes out you know, on their website uh, or any other marketing materials, it's really disjointed. So I think um, when you're taking into consideration everywhere you're marketing and everywhere you're talking to people, you really want to be consistent and say the same thing in the same voice you know, internally and externally. So. Yeah, a lot of people don't have that game plan because uh, there's a lot of publishing tools that are very user-friendly. There's uh, One-in-One and GoDaddy talking about build your own website, and uh, I think QuickBooks has something with yeah. Intuit, too. Commercials on TV making it very, very simplistic, which those tools are readily available, and that's a great start if you have nothing at all. However, you really need some backgrounder, and you got to have some guidance on what you should be doing as a whole, just like if you would to go purchase a home. 
and you need to be financed. You, there's a, a lot of components involved in getting you to that point of getting handed the keys and knowing about insurances and escrow um, and all the other types of components. So a lot of it's the same for your messaging strategy and what that all entails and how that needs to be. Uh, there needs to be continuity with that across the board. Absolutely. I believe so. So going on, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and give it a start. My top things, now that <clears throat> we've had multiple updates with Panda, there's been some. There's been three large milestones with the Panda update with Google, but there's been some smaller, minuscule ones that they're doing like a 3.1, 3.2, 3.3. But the biggest component is good quality content. And I think that if you can do anything at all, if you have shit SEO on your site and it's garbage, if you can do one thing, it's going to be really have good content and be regular on publishing that content. Be an authority. So um, if you want to lose weight, watch what you eat. Exercise. I mean, it's pretty simplistic like that. And I think that's a staple of if you can get out and walk on your lunchtime around the block, that's going to contribute to you burning some calories and getting a little more active. If you can write one blog post or publish some content to your site or across in a, in, in a continuity environment, your social networks once a week, that's great. At least you're getting something out there. So I think embracing agility is going to be very, very important. Um, realign your content and approval process so that you can create nearly daily web content if necessary. And I think another important part, too, is that we're talking about social a little bit of integration. If you can monitor, which there are some great monitoring tools out there um, with a number of ways to alert you, even in a mobile environment, Respond publicly if you can uh, at a minimum within an hour. You would definitely want to reach out to people um, and uh, respond to their comments and questions because that engagement is going to be very, very important. If you've ever um, went home and talked to your spouse and you've asked them a question, um, if you've got to wait more than a couple seconds, 10, 15 seconds to get a response, um, you're kind of wondering what the hell is going on and you feel like you're talking to a wall or, or your dog. Um, so I think it, social media is a little bit the same. It's not going to be like your spouse, but you definitely want to have that um, that reception. It's kind of a given that it may take some time, but you want to have the engagement. So updating your content, decent quality, um, it's going to provide very good value to your end users. Um, that's what you need to keep in mind when you're producing that content. And if you can really take in consideration uh, different keyword phrases that are going to be searched that's relative to your content. So if we're talking about – give us a topic. Um, it's snowing outside. Uh, weather. Weather here in beautiful Detroit, Michigan. I want to get specific in, in, in geo, so I might want to talk about cities. I want to talk about weather. I can do some very quick keyword searches. Even in, even in the toolbar in Google itself, it's going to give you auto-suggestion of other relative terms that people are looking for. So if I can take a couple of those and throw those in my post, and I can write two, three, four paragraphs that might consist of 250 to 500 words, um, 500 might be too long, but I mean, that's going to give me some good saturation and relevancy for that. Um, so that's a big, big deal in my, in my, uh, across the board. Publishing content is very, 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 very important. Um, there's another thing I wanted to kind of go in a little bit with you, Dario, but, uh, now we're talking about content, let's talk about community and conversation, because if you're not engaged, if you're not finding a way and, with social media and applying that and utilizing that in your business, there's too many tools in place. It's too easy now to automate a process, even if you're making a post to your website. And let's say you're using WordPress or using Joomla or um, you're using um, you know, uh, Blogspot. There are 
widgets and tools and automation components involved that will go ahead and retweet out, repost to Facebook, um, even to the point of uh, posting to a Flickr account for images that you've made a new post and update. So you're still socially spreading and casting in a little bit farther some different networks where there's some different audiences. And I think it's important to at least get that automation in place. Um, I like to go deeper. I like to get a little bit more involved into engagement on each of those individual networks and talking with those audiences specifically in their voice and how they want to be spoken to. But at a minimum, you need to have that engagement and that conversation. Let, let me throw one thing out there, too. When you mentioned uh, you know, community and, and automation and pushing things out there, I think that's even more reason to have this you know, cohesion in terms of your message because if you have – you know, multiple people managing, you know, the same account, especially in a small business atmosphere where it's the manager, you know, the day manager, the night manager, receptionist, receptionist, you know, whoever it might be. Um, if you don't have your core message together that you're able to communicate to them as the employer internally, um, which is also going to, you know, come out and what type of content's being posted, again, it's going to come off as disjointed. And I think it, it opens you, you know, you open yourself up for some other risk because one person saying one thing in one voice and the other person might seemingly be, you know, conflicting with that when they post something else. So, you know, again, going back to this idea of being cohesive, I think for me is uh, really crystallized in the last, you know, six months because uh, it, it's just it's spread out so much and you've got so many people's hands in it that it's easy for it to become, you know, diluted and, and sometimes a little bit convoluted. <laughs> yeah, convoluted, yeah, because yeah. you don't want Chelsea, the uh, receptionist, to get on there and just talking about her friends and, oh, my God, I'm going to the bar later and it's going to be kind of cool. We're having an after-work party. I'm going to drink up. That's not the message you want right. spread across your social. Um, so the continuity with your message and I think a social media policy, which we have available for free on our website, T-M-P-R-O-D, Trademark Productions. So tmprod.com. And God damn it, I left, leave my cell phone on. There's always one, isn't there? Uh, you know, at least I don't do it in church at funerals. Um, you go to church? Only only <laughs> one for funerals. Christmas and Easter? For people that I care about. Um That'll, that'll stop in a second here. And there's the last one. But, I, you know, I think the main point to take in consideration is you need to have a social media policy and everybody in your organization needs to know how to speak and deliver those messages so there is continuity. So, again, we do have that social media policy for free on tmprod.com. You can download it and take it and utilize it. We've went over about 40 different large to mid-sized businesses, looked at their policies, and kind of created a very good template to go off of. So download it and grab it. Um, I think another important part, too, is when you're in social media, you're producing content, you're now engaging with people, get out of the sales funnel. Don't push everything to be all about sales. You can't push it back. We've got the best product. We're the best company. I've got the best people here. Our shit's great. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Stop doing that stuff. Have real, genuine conversation because if you were going to go out to a network mixer and you were going to go out and have regular conversation, you're going to be a lot more savvy. So I think you have to picture yourself almost being in front of that group or those individuals when having that conversation. And when it's appropriate, um, I'm thinking they're going to look at you as that authority and they're going to feel more genuine and feel that you're more honest and that you actually are, are probably, they're probably going to be uh, able to approach you in a very, very um, mature environment if they want your, um, your help. So don't push it very, very hard. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you have a voicemail. Yeah, I see that now. Uh, here's another part, and I'm kind of going in a reverse silo, but I, I still think uh, – no, I think I'm going in the right direction the way I want it. Um, web design. I think another trend that we're seeing as well is everybody likes to get very, very specific, just like you would on like probably your resume, even though I haven't written one in, God, I don't know how many years. 
Um, but in specific of here's our services. Well, we offer uh, we offer web design. We offer web design redevelopment. We offer website e-commerce, e-commerce redevelopment, SEO. We offer you know deep link linking strategies. We uh, link building. I mean, it's just so. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I understand the point of SEO and wanting to get very relevant on page uh, type of topical so that you can rank for those. However, navigation, slimlining, I think making your navigation a lot more simpler and, and usable allows people to just do, allows them to do things. So uh, about us page, services, if you need to get in some broad stroke, we sell Chevys, we shall sell Buicks, and we sell whatever other brand they have. Um, but then, you know, some FAQs, testimonials, and a contact us. I think that's a good way to go for a generalized business to keep in those um, very broad silos where any consumer with half of a brain um, that doesn't use uh, English or Filipino as a second language <laughs> can uh, navigate your site pretty quickly and easily and get to what they want. And if you're Looking at your analytics, which if you have not gotten into the new Google Analytics updates that were rolled out earlier this month, uh, end of November, um, where are you at? Man, you're just wasting your time because there's so much information that is so sexy and useful in there to tell you who's using your website, where are they going, what are they doing, and why, and how often are they bouncing, um, where the funnels are going through from different pages. And that's something to take note of and to start to look for that because that will guide you and say, you know what, people are looking for services, but you know, it seems like everybody calls and asks if we do you know, SEO consulting. And shit, I don't have a page on that, and it seems like that seems to be a big request, and the keywords and the referrals are looking for that. So I, I may need to create a page that's specific for that. So that's going to guide you along the way. Last but not least, because I don't want to take too much time away from Dario, is your code. And, uh, you know, in any environment, if you can keep it simple and keep it clean, uh, that would be a huge, huge uh, recommendation, uh, again, on that part. Content management systems sometimes do produce some garbagey code or stuff of the past. You have to remember we're in an environment where technology is changing so quickly. I remember in the mid-2000s having the flip phone and then knowing that I, actually there was a camera available. Man, was that cool shit. It was, you know, and now I can take high-definition video and post it automatically, wirelessly in the middle of BFE uh, you know, at 12 o'clock on a Friday night. Except not in New York City if you have AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> not in New York City if you have AT&T. And if you're in a hotel, forget that as well. Yeah. Jesus. That's such a Verizon city, huh? Um, yeah, it is. But, you know, I guess don't miss out if you have the opportunity with keeping your code clean. Get, get, get rid of tables. Get rid of uh, inline styles in JavaScript, AJAX, XML. Make all your code crawlable. Uh, make it easy for Bing and Google to really crawl your site so that they can suck everything out of there. You know, so examples of um, naming your header div header. I mean, use some realistic naming conventions. Um, the CSS ID of your right sidebar of your right sidebar div should be right dash sidebar. I mean, make things very simplistic and easy, not only for you. Um, but for the search engines, and God forbid you had to dump your, your, your web dev company or your developers or someone leaves, you need to get into someone else's hands. We don't want to have some specialized coded naming conventions if we ever have to go in and fix stuff. That could be very costly for you. So slimline, keep it simple, keep it clean, um, and prepare your shit for mobile. Because everybody is visiting sites now from smartphones. If you're spending some time in Google Analytics, I don't know if I mentioned that, if that was important at all, like actually looking at traffic and analytics. 
I don't know. I'm just, just throwing it out there. But if you're not spending like an hour a day on that shit looking at the traffic coming into your site, um, you're going to be surprised to see how many different variances of mobile browsers are coming in there. It really – if your code is in a very, very clean environment already, it's going to be easy to have a developer go in there and create mobile style sheets. You don't have to jump into the iPhone platform or Android or – what was that? Black Buoy, the garbage cell phone provider? Black Black. Oh, uh, research, research in motion? Yeah, research, <laughs> research in motion. I think that's going to go away pretty soon. But um, you don't have to produce apps specifically for those. You can get later on where you can actually have an app launch and a, uh, an info and browser. But mobile style sheets will get simplicity on your site. And if you're using a blog like WordPress and Joomla or... Um, some other components. I like WordPress myself. They already have mobile-style friendly um, templates involved. So it, when a uh, mobile phone is uh, a mobile use, uh, browser is, god damn it, blah, 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 blah. When, when a mobile user is actually visiting your site, it'll identify that mobile browser and deliver it the right style sheet to format it correctly for their phone for speed. And last but not least, Google has been saying this for the past year. There was more emphasis when we just came back from PubCon in Vegas that uh, speed, 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 speed. Make that shit fast because they want to deliver results very, very quickly and effectively to the end user. So make it fast. Allow that to be delivered. If you uh, have users from Manhattan that are on an AT&T system with a smartphone that want to visit your site, God forbid. Well, excuse the ignorance, but just to reinforce your point before, I'm guessing that part part of the speed uh, the speed element ties into the simplistic navigation that you referenced earlier. Well, yeah, and, and, and when you're building that, it's going to be something that um, you're going to take in consideration. So uh, it does tie in directly to it, and I think that could be a whole another entire component. But that's going to be important. Definitely important. So keep your code simple and clean. We need it now. We need it now. Instant gratification. Yeah. Just you have to imagine someone on an iPhone that's driving down the freeway going 10 above the speed limit. They have a cigarette, a cup of coffee. Someone's in the car. They're talking to them, and they're trying to text a message with the radio on. And they're shaving. (laughs) Or shaving or putting on makeup, for Christ's sakes. I need my fat thumb to roll across that (laughs) keyboard and do the things I need it to do. That is an end user. I mean, you have to – I mean, it is what it is. There's a great – a great bit by uh, Louis C.K. talking about, you know, people being frustrated with their smartphones. And, and he says, you know, you, you're sitting there waiting, you know, three seconds for something to load and people get all pissed off. And he's like, I'm sorry, it has to go to space and come back. You know, it's just, <laughs> you don't think about, you know, what's all involved. Yeah, time travel is yeah. a, little, a little, yeah. little bit faster. Um, so as, as a recap, your code, keep it clean and simple. Um, your navigation. Less is more. Uh, use analytics to guide you along the way. Let people get what the hell that they want. Oh, the other thing, too, is your interlinking structure. Think about clean vertical linking internally inside. You don't have to link every single goddamn page to every other goddamn page in the site. Um, make it useful and genuine. Google's going to pick those things up and know that. The more you interlink back and forth and every page links to every page, it's going to be picked up as a pattern, and you're not going to get the credit you want. It's going to be hard to clean that shit up later. You put a parental warning on this? Yeah, well, you know what? We're not governed by the FCC on podcasts, so fuck them. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so you can maybe your, we are. You can maybe do your your own Howard Stern impersonation. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Mama Bowie. <laughs> Content engagement. Uh, 
produce content. Produce content that's relative to your industry and your topics on a regular basis. Um, we're going to get into another component right now about spectators and who are users of or, or who are readers and um, absorbers of content that you publish and to understand those numbers. But uh, the engagement and content you're, you're publishing um, needs to be relative to what you do and what you say. Um, being agile, I think that's an important part. So social, engage in real conversation, get out of the sales funnel, and respond publicly as quickly as you can when people are reaching out to you. And those are my wish lists and wishes for you and your family during a warm holiday season in 2012. Yeah, you got to be agile to be relevant. Agility, babe. So what did you want to go over, Dar? Well, you know, I really had more of a organic type conversation, but you mentioned something about spectators, and it's really just this, this idea of, you know, consistency and, and cohesion, having a message. Um, I'm sure you probably have a couple horror stories or found some things where you started working with somebody and, you know, they tell you one thing and then they give you content for the site that doesn't say, you know, it's completely different from what they told you in sort of a briefing. And, uh, you know, I think with, again, things being spread out, uh, across so many channels and people's attention spans, you know, decreasing, you know, by the minute, um, you know, you know, my, my analysis of that is you need to be on message, uh, even more so than, you know, ever before. And, um, you know, I, I really got this based on working with some smaller businesses where maybe they never even thought about trying to have some sort of messaging strategy, but, um, you know, working outwards from your website being sort of your interactive hub of everything, um, and pushing that out to all the different channels. You know, I think it really warrants sitting down and taking, you know, the 30,000-foot critical view of what it is you really want to say, kind of raw and unedited, and then, you know, polishing that into maybe a little more, you know, professional uh, marketing language, but, you know, still coming out as authentic. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, if, if you had any similar experiences, because I'm coming more from the offline world, if you will, um, and I know you're exclusively digital, it's it's definitely a a pattern that hasn't broken itself. It's becoming more uh, open and it's embracing a little bit more suggestion. Uh, I think it has a lot to do on individuals that run companies um, or, or where they're at as far as you know. I think. Well, no, I know that over the past decade we've really had an insurgence of professionals in mm -hmm. web and SEO and communications. There's been a huge uh, cross match of traditional agencies and then having to go for the online mm -hmm. and offer those products. They have to grow. They have to embrace into it. We've also come uh, across a number of clowns that, uh, you know, sell a good, uh, I, I give it up to the good salespeople. If you're a salesperson in public relations or you're a good salesperson in selling a proposal for a bill of goods or getting a job or whatever, we've I'm speaking of someone <laughs> yeah. in particular right now, but we've come across many, many people where several. I have several. They don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, but they can sell a good pitch and they can uh, sell it to the employer or to the manager and say, "I can perform this type of work and I'll get this, so pay me." Um, there's usually a lot of alternative motives, including foreclosure and other crap that gets involved with that. But hey, I'm just pointing that I'm out. Just saying, just saying, just saying. But do you think maybe um, you know? If you think of sort of in the traditional sense when people would spend, you know, millions of dollars on ad campaigns and focus groups and, you know, maybe there was more... The Mad Men days. Yeah, the Mad Men days. I don't know. I never worked in traditional advertising like that, but maybe there was more time spent on, you know, that message or tagline or whatever. And if you think about the way, you know, we market now where, you know, it's it's really the polar opposite of that where, you know, 
there's a lot of smaller companies working on a lot smaller marketing budgets. Even the big companies don't have well, the marketing budgets they used to. <clears throat> that's a good point, and I think there's a lot of dynamics involved in that. And maybe that's a whole other podcast, but I think it really ble- – I, I was just thinking of a metaphor while you are saying that, but it's kind of like love. When someone tells you they love you or you love something, you can usually hear it in their voice and in, in, their, um, in, in their look. You can see it in their look and you can actually see it in their delivery. And with creatives, traditional adver- advertising agencies, there's a lot of passion behind it, and you can deliver it. That's part of the sale. Um, but tr- quite frankly, marketing dollars, uh, marketing budgets, advertising budgets are always the last fucking bill paid at anybody's house. <laughs> so that passion and everything else can be beautiful. And she can say she loves you and everything else. But when you find out she's cheating on you, I mean, all everything else she said before goes away. So if they're not delivering metrics, if they're not delivering conversions, <clears throat> and even in those, those deliveries or those explanation of metrics – in traditional senses, we put out billboards and we did the saturation campaign with radio and TV right. and blah, 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 blah. And you've received a you know 17% market share in arbitration ratings, say, blah, blah. Are people buying shit? Right. I mean, it's like the Old Spice uh, with uh, Mustafa that did that whole thing last year. And his immediate taking of questions and filming responses and posting them live – Old Spice did see a direct retail increase within 60 days. That was in, I think, the 20% component digit just in the United States alone. So those are real metrics attached to something like that. If you're doing an advertising campaign in a metro environment or a specific environment and you're tracking retail sales or conversions that way, that's great. With web, with online... Everything's digital has a footprint. It's running through a piece of wire, through a hub somewhere with an IP mm-hmm. address. You know the shit that's going on and what happens with that. So those are real metrics that I think really come into play. So that whole sale, that whole confidence component, the, all those traditional senses of selling to a client and telling them they need this or I hear what you want and I'm going to give it to you. But now the delivery components are right there. And I think every business owner, every marketing manager, anybody that's responsible for those dollars going to an agency or somewhere needs to understand and the validity and the metrics involved so they can really justify their costs. Yeah, well, and, and beyond the, the benefits of the, of the metrics, the point you just mentioned about, um, you know, content living out there for, you know, forever, floating around in different ways, you know, all the more reason to, you know, I'm not saying you need to say, have some standard boilerplate thing that you're always pushing out there, but you want to have the same, you know, basic message, especially if it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, repurposed and, and uh, you know, linked and, and forwarded on and emailed, et cetera. Um, you want to make sure that there's some basic, you know, cohesion to that and uh, not, you know, five different voices floating around, you know, all over. Sure. And that's what I was uh, kind of going to summarize here uh, was I don't do plumbing at my home or my building. And if I need to get these pipes fixed or whatever, I know what I'm good at. I know where I'm more valued. I know where I like to spend my time. I know where I can make a hell of a lot more money, and plumbing's not one of them. So I'm going to call a plumber. So if you don't understand and don't feel that your content seems to be the right way, I know it's uh, it's the initiative. Like, I can do it. I'm creative. Mom always said that I had that special something. Uh, come to the realization, man, and budget it out. Focus your time on where you're strong and where you're actually going to make revenue. And I think you find that balance. And just make people accountable for what they're selling. And if they're not being accountable, then don't pay them. Find the, someone else. The, this is definitely another a topic for another show, but the concept of you know really putting a value on your time, um, especially when it comes to all these different things. And I mean, you've probably seen it more than I have, but you know the company thinks that they're going to do everything in house. Oh yeah, yeah, surely we'll take care of that. You know, she's going to manage our Facebook page. Uh, the intern's going to do it, and you know you got to give it proper. You got to give it proper mind share, and you got to be able to you know delineate that this is what 
you know, people can do, can't do, and this is what its value is, you know, in terms of time. But that, I think that's a whole other yeah, it is. Topic. It is. And I think summarizing this podcast, because we're at about our time, um, I think we, we talked about spectators. And, in, and if you think about your publishing content, really look at the spectators and the people that are engaging with it. Um, those are the people that are going to be reading blogs. They listen to podcasts like this sexy one. Hi. They watch videos um, from other users. They they look at what's being shared socially as videos being posted or reshared, and they see those. Um, they read online forms. They're involved, maybe in very, very niche. I love watches, so I go into different online forms that are specific about watches. Um, they read customer ratings and reviews. Ooh, that's another podcast. I have so much sexy information I want to give away about engagement for on, like local-based business online and ratings and reviews um, because that's so um, that's so convoluted and it's just exploding the, the amount of product you can get now. And you know they read tweets. They tweet stuff out. They're looking through those things. So it's a lo- there it is. There's the tweets. You hear them. Not only do you read them, you hear them. <laughs> but those here. <coughs> So if you look at social technographics of, of conversationalists, I mean, 70% of your conversationalists out there are just spectating. So I think you really have to take that into consideration, and you have to produce for those. And when it's appropriate, they will engage. So that's it for today. Dar, thanks for coming by. He's going to be thanks, kind uh, of a, a component of this if he chooses and feels that it's worth his time. Yeah, well, thanks uh, for having me. I would just say quickly in sum, I know we're at, uh, at our time limit, but, you know, take uh, – Take a couple minutes to sit down and figure out what you want to say before you start, you know, blasting things out there. And, uh, you know, just remember cohesion. You don't want to come off as disjointed and and uh, internally and externally. Watch your joints so they're not dissed. Yes. Don't want to diss those joints. Glucosamine. And uh, Dario, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Where the hell do they go? Well, you can go to my beautiful website that was done right here at the fantastic Trademark Productions headquarters, uh, which is Dario Chia, D-A-R-I-O-C-H-I-A.com. And, uh, Spell that again, slowly. D-A-R-I-O-C-H-I-A.com. DarioChia.com is his blog. And if you want some olive oil, you want a hunk, a nice uh, slab of cured meat, or you're looking to have some, uh, sourcing some olive oil deep in the mountains of Sicily, he's going to be your guy to get that amongst, shit in here. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. Uh, so thank you guys. And uh, don't be afraid to send in your questions or your messages or shit. Pick up the phone and call. Keep it traditional. Thank you for listening to Trademark Productions Weekly Podcast Radio Show. Remember to submit your questions online at tmprod.com and subscribe to our newsletter and on iTunes. No copying of this can be reproduced without permission. Terms apply. Copyright TM Productions 2011. All rights reserved.